1: this podcast, because on today's No Buffs, we're smashing the hourglass to turn back time and revisit episode 7 of Survivor 41. I'm J.E. Skeeth with my fellow tribe members. We got the bearded one, Trey Kirby. Ayo. 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 We got No Dunk Super Producer, JD. Hello. There he is. And finally, back from Exile Island, it's Jason Concepcion. What's up, Jason?
2: Woo!
1: (laughs) Shout out to everyone joining us live right now on YouTube. We love it. If you haven't already, subscribe to No Buffs on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, leave your boys a rating and review. Here is our reaction to episode seven of Survivor 41, Xander. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. Whoa. My goodness, what an episode. <laughs> Holy crap. Okay. This could take a while. We got a lot to break down, a lot of questions for you guys and for everybody that is in the, uh, in the stream team or the live tribe, as we call you here on No Buffs. We started... With a previously on Survivor. What year is this? They haven't Hi. done this in
3: so long. JD, you perked up. You love a previously on Survivor. I love to know where we stand. And, you know, I have for years now, I've been saying literally any time during the Survivor season, it's a great time to get in. It's a great time to get in. Last night, not a good time to get in, I thought. I was watching that going, can you imagine this being the first episode of Survivor you've ever seen? It's like the most complicated, convoluted thing that I've ever seen on TV. Like, I'd be out right after that. The previous Leon went on for, what, three minutes it felt like? I mean, I think it was pretty close. Out of 42 minutes, that's a long time. Yeah, that's true,
1: JD. And, and you're a guy that's been literally watching every episode, of course, podcasting about every episode for 90 minutes. I mean, you're following this closer than anybody. And even yeah. you are admitting, uh, to some extent, like even them telling you the previously on The Survivor, it's like, oh, yeah, that happened. Oh, yeah, we forgot about <laughs> yeah. that. Oh, that's where we stand. So, yeah, it was wild. I'm going to help everybody out here. Maybe this is your first time listening to No Buffs. Uh, so <laughs> thank you. But we got to recap. Jason, of all the advantages and idols. Okay, Xander, Shan, Nasir, they have the activated idols. That's right. From all the funny things they said. We've got Deshawn with an extra vote, thanks to uh, Evie and Shipwheel Island. Liana, she's got the power is knowledge advantage. In fact, there's so much to say, they didn't even tell us all of it. They're like, ah... There's a couple others out there, too. A couple extra <laughs> folks, don't worry about it. Uh, we also then see in the previously on Survivor, Danny and company winning last week's challenge, sending Erica to exile. We hear Shan saying how she trusts Leanna. She likes her new alliance with her and D&D, Danny and Deshawn. Sydney gets the kiss of death edit here, saying it's a no-brainer to get rid of Erica. <laughs> and then finally, we get Probst, Visiting Erica on Exile with the Hourglass and the Hammer. And uh, we didn't get a chance to have you on last week's show, Jason, so this was probably perfect for a guy like you. You were like, all right, here we go. Nice little uh, nice little recap there from the Survivor It was wonderful. Editors.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, the only surprise from the previous episode was that Erica didn't smash the Hourglass before Jeff even finished speaking. <laughs> as soon as he said what it did, I would have been like, just, bang! just like, no bang! Hands. It's gone, it's like glass shattering everywhere. I, I, and seeing the effects of that, this episode, uh, it was really fun. And clearly, what the point of that was, from a production standpoint is, how do we supercharge getting these players who have kind of stood aside from the gameplay to this point, how do we get them directly involved right away, mm-hmm. going head-to-head, debating, playing hard against each other? Uh, clearly, that was the goal with that advantage, and it worked.
1: It worked. So, right after the previously entree, we get to Night 13, Exile Island. So, we get a little bit of Erica struggling out there uh, on Exile Island. Pretty gnarly-looking thunderstorm. That mm-hmm. she had to deal with at least the one night. So we see her, you know, trying to keep the the fire going, just like literally like yeah, shaking she's... away, not really under anything. She didn't really, uh-uh. peer, she didn't appear to build anything at all. <laughs> mean, that <laughs> was, that
2: I... was my thing. It's like, can yeah. we put a palm frond over here? Right. Get
1: <laughs> <Yeah. did> you <laughs> a frond, the girl. <laughs> I, I didn't want to bury her here on No Bus, but I was like, did you do anything while you were there? I mean, <laughs> not that I would have built like a, you know, a Boston Rob or anything, but a uh, two-story leveled uh, house to live in, but something. Yeah, to, just in case it rained. I think they had been spoiled, Trey. It hadn't really appeared to rain much until she went to exile for, unfortunately for her.
4: That's a fair point. Yeah, it's uh, been a pretty dry season, and I don't know. I guess if you're Erica in that situation, you're like, I'm here for two nights. Uh... I'm not building this shelter (laughs) anybody else can use. So I'm just going to focus on fire. And honestly, fair enough. It's a lot easier uh, to focus all of your energies, I suppose, on building a fire. But uh, I don't know. uh, To me, it seemed like she just was like, I'm making it through this the best way I can. And that's all I care about. I don't care how comfortable it is. As long as I'm still alive and I've got my shillelagh and my hourglass <laughs> at the end of things, I will be happy.
1: I, I got worried for like five seconds of seeing Erica struggling through the night with the crappy weather, JD, that I was like, is she going to quit? Mm. I was like, oh my god, this would be really strange. You know, we went through this song and dance of like, here's the hourglass, you can change everything. We all assumed she was just going to. We were almost confused why this was like not a two hour episode or why wasn't it all within one? We were like, What type of cliffhanger is this? She's obviously gonna do it and I thought, Oh my god, this is why they did this. She might she might straight up quit. I mean obviously mm. Uh, five seconds later, she was like, no, I made it through. And we got a beautiful uh, actual sunrise. There you go. I'll show that to you guys. Look at that. It's gorgeous God, gorgeous. yeah. gorgeous. Yeah.
4: Uh, I, I thought that was a plant by the producers to have a sunrise like that. They put that <laughs> sunrise there just for Erica. Nobody else was able to enjoy it. Totally unfair that they hooked <laughs> her up like that. I yeah. Know.
1: No, she didn't quit. She made it through the night. She talks to us about her experience out there and her decision that she has to make. And right from there, we go to immunity challenge, brings them all in, probes Calls in Erica and asks her to explain her decision. (laughs) I thought she did a piss poor (laughs) job of explaining actually what the hell was going on because probes then had to be like, okay, actually, just so everybody's clear here. I mean, they almost (laughs) edited out maybe what she said. um, And we get our first of many flashbacks in this episode. Erica smashes the hourglass. So the first question, JD, for you is, did the Erica cliffhanger from last week's episode into this one, like, did it work or did that part fall flat on its face?
3: I thought it fell on its face, to be honest. I mean, uh, we all knew she was going to do it. It's a it's a goddamn no-brainer that obviously the producers wanted her to do it. Right. Uh, it was all engineered for her to do it. And I was just, the way, I didn't like the flashback. I, I We mentioned, we talked about it last week. I wanted to see her do it. Uh, use that shillelagh right in front of them. And I thought about that more and I was like, God, that would have been really cool because then you could have seen, you know, when we, there's endurance challenges and there's bargains happening during the endurance challenges, we could have got some of that. It was like, they could have been like convincing her, like, don't "Don't do do it. it. Don't don't do it. And then the other brothers would be like, no, 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 do it, do it, do it. And then, I mean, uh, indulge me here. The whole time travel, turning back time thing. I just watched Doctor Strange uh, a couple nights ago with Jackson, and I was just like, man, they could have gone so much further with this. Like, here's my pitch. You, you do the you, – you hit the – you got the shillelagh of time, right? <laughs> you smash it. You, you're on – you're ready to do the challenge. This shillelagh of time, this thing, we're going to go back in time. We're day 14 – you hit that thing. I mean, every day is the goddamn same out there anyways, right? Yeah, yeah. You smash it, fade to white, and then we go right back. It's now day 12. They just say, fuck it. We're now in day 12. <laughs> we, we are doing the challenge. This right, We're going right back to the moment before we did the challenge that got us into this mess. We draw new rocks. Oh, my God. And then we do the challenge all over <laughs> oh, again. Oh, wow. I mean, think wow. of that, like, like imagine, I mean, you joked uh, last week, like, we're going back to kill Hitler. But what if you <laughs> went back, you played Survivor for two days, and then you go back two days knowing what everything yeah. that's gone on. And then you just say, if you smash this, we're going back two days, and you get immunity, right? So you mm-hmm. get immunity, but everybody we're all everybody else has to replay. So, so if you had found a hidden immunity idol... You got to give that back, and they put it right back in the same spot. Right? Like, you just wanted
1: them to lean into the uh, back time a little bit more. Okay. And then,
3: but then you would have, and then I'm jumping forward, but then a lot of the complaints of, well, we won the challenge, which is true, which is true. But if you actually go back in time, you know, you haven't won that challenge, right? So you could at least have the chance to replay the challenge and win it again and then Mm. move forward in the game. And I think that would have been a lot more interesting I don't know. Maybe I was just standing in the shower thinking about time travel too much. And, uh,
1: <laughs> I think so, man. I, I'm starting to. I'm starting to wonder what JD I'm even talking to at this point. Uh, Which multiple, barrier. yeah, exactly. Uh, well, well, what do you think, Jason? I mean, should they have leaned into the hourglass turning back time thing more? Shout out to Cher, or was it fine? Yeah. <laughs> can you hear me? First
2: of all, can you hear me? I changed my. Yes, we, we can. Yes, okay. we can. Oh, great. Remix. Fantastic. I thought, similar to, to JD, I thought that they should have, everybody should have thrown up all the food that they ate at the Merge Feast. I thought they should have, all their pee and poop should have gone back inside and everybody, and I thought that's how they should have handled it. I reversed everything that happened. My Get the, the food from the Merge Feast, that has been reversed. Yeah, you shouldn't be allowed to use that as energy right. for what happens next. You should have immediately. As soon as you find out that the shillelagh of time has smashed the hourglass, you gotta go throw up right now.
1: I love that we're calling it the shillelagh of time. I, I have to admit I like that. You actually made me think, JD, for a second, like your whole like concept here. We've been told the entire time that this was be what, a 26-day season and Mm -hmm. not the normal 39-day season? (laughs) Could you imagine? In her doing it, props is like rewind. We're ba-. it almost would have worked perfect. It would have been almost thirteen days exactly. That would have been perfect, and they would have went right back to day one. Everybody comes back, and we just play Survivor again oh, right from the jump. That, that would have been, been cool. That would have been trippy. So cool. uh, Throw them in a time loop, yeah. Dormammu. Yeah. Uh, but but Trey, I mean, back to the to the cliffhanger part. Was it a little like meh in the in the end? I know like the rest of the episode plays out pretty crazy, but that part was it a little like this is what we were hanging off the cliff for
4: yeah the reveal of the cliffhanger wasn't much but it also so much happened in this episode that there's no way they could have done a one-hour episode last week Mm -hmm. right like there's no way this could have been a one-hour merge episode it had to be at least two hours a two-hour mega episode that would have been awesome but uh you know, the, everybody knew what was going to happen since they're, the only repercussion for Erica if she doesn't smash it is that she could get voted out potentially. So, obviously, she was going to do it. There were a couple of things I did like about this immunity challenge, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, the line used to be, come on in, guys. Now it's just, come on in. Mm-hmm. And Jeff is trying to figure out exactly how to say it. So for this one, he was like, come on in. <laughs> Real Southern, eh? Yeah, Southern Jeff came out on this one. The Southern lawyer, come on in. <laughs> Surprised he didn't have his cowboy hat on. And, but maybe not the weirdest line at um, the immunity challenge. Because what was Erica's line she had to say? I smashed the hourglass and changed the course of history. She said it like multiple times. Yeah. We've heard some brutal lines at immunity challenges so far with the goats on AstroTurf and a man calling himself a little broccoli. This was the dumbest line that's been said. You can tell they fed her this line that she absolutely had to say. And it
1: was not a cool line at all. I, 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 I actually, I loved, I laughed out loud at the flashback to Erica. Uh, Smashing the hourglass uh, Back on Exile Island That was like a Okay hold on Let us get the shot You know what you're gonna say You know how you're gonna hit it Alright here we go We only got one chance at this We only got one hourglass Don't fuck this up Okay Here we go Three, two, one We're rolling And then you know Like somebody off Like mouthing the line to her Um, But yeah To to the immunity challenge itself We've seen this one before uh, Jason This This the, the, the challenge where you can only use your feet, they had to
4: release. This one is for the absolute freaks out there. This is, the there. Quentin, this is Quentin Tarantino <laughs> specifically
2: emailed in and he was like, hey, uh, Jeff, yeah, I was, I was thinking, you know, I was just like at home uh, last night and I was thinking, wouldn't it be great if you got the, if all the contestants had to use their bare feet <laughs> to pick up these really hard blocks yeah. and then they stack them up again and again and again. <laughs> Uh, You know the the, feet uh, freaks are at home just like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Was it Rex Ryan? uh, Or (laughs) do I have the wrong head coach? (laughs) I think you got the right Ryan. (laughs) He loved the feet. Um, Yeah, you got to use your feet only, release a rope, then stack a series of blocks into like this three-tiered structure. Then you gotta plan a little flight. Hold on, in the even just
2: you talking about it's got to be- <laughs> Oh,
3: hold wait on, till you yeah. get
2: to the stick. <laughs> you want me to uh, you want me to slip my all birds off here, yeah. take off my
1: socks, and maybe hold my mic with my
2: feet? <laughs> I, was, so, I was I was watching it last night with my girlfriend, I was like, yeah. Get those hard blocks, that's right. you working on the third level now? Oh yeah, yeah, put the third level up. Yeah, grab that flag with your little toes, put it in the hole.
4: Oh, seriously? I I made a note. I was like, I like Sydney's toes style.
1: <laughs> <laughs> everybody else
4: everybody else was using it like this, using their souls to hold everything. Yeah. She grabbed like her little her flagpole like wrapped her toes around it i was impressed i couldn't believe she didn't win it i thought that was like the smart move i was like
1: oh this is nice this is uh the next level here oh sydney went full michael jordan in this Mm. challenge too her tongue was hanging out of her mouth the entire (laughs) i mean concentration to do it and she nearly pulled it off but uh in the end ricard uh wins this thing evie and sydney right there uh Incredible editing on this too. You always wonder, like, how close actually is it? These like close-ups through the tiered blocks of like the little flag, like dancing around the hole. It's like they had to have shot this after, yes, right? Yes. Like, yes. Okay. Um, but it's incredible how they do it and the drama that they build. Few fumbles for uh, Evie and uh, Sydney though, and Ricard. Like I said, he wins it. He secures a spot in the final eleven. So only five people are going to be. In play to be voted out evie sydney Deshaun, nasir and danny probes at this point this caught me by surprise guys i'm interested to hear if it did you as well he slips in something out of nowhere about shot in the dark scrolls (laughs)
3: the
1: the the, the die has now become scrolls and he's just like i just let everybody know else might be in play now or nowhere to hide so now Get long, little dog. He's got some <laughs> scrolls coming in now. <laughs> yeah. So it obviously comes into play later in the episode. There was a reason he, he said that. But uh, JD, anything that you wanted to add about this challenge? Which again, we've seen before. I think is a. I think it is pretty, pretty great. Challenge, you know, no kink shame in here for me. Uh, I don't love the feet, if I'm being completely honest, but I think it's a cool uh, challenge.
2: Was it Millennials, Gen X, David's Goliath? Where did we see this last? Oh, man. I I, I want to
1: say Baylor did this. So where was she in? Yeah, I think that might be right. Didn't you just watch that one?
2: Am I crazy? Did you watch that one
1: uh, I did. I recently
2: watched those, two. That's why I get them. I conflate
3: them in my mind.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Not too long ago, for sure. But, J.D., yeah, thoughts on anything... From this, And I have one more question. Were you surprised by everyone's, I want to call it a non-reaction almost, to Erica and her turn back time? Like, right then and there, everyone seemed to play it okay in the moment. I know they had some other things to say later.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think it was, well, <laughs> there was a great shot of Ricard and just like daggers. I don't know who he was looking at or if it was even that moment, but it was just, he's got such an amazing, intense look sometimes. Yeah. It is just like laser beams shooting out of his eyes. But then it was it's just mostly like shocked resignation I would uh almost describe it's just yeah. like are you fucking serious like <laughs> the last <laughs> two days we've been, we've had it everything all sorted out Erica was going yep. you know this was all sorted out and now uh, I, like they're coming to this challenge not even ready or n- realizing that they're going to be doing it I mean I can't imagine the deflation, and, and that's what uh, what it was. It was just like deflation, and uh, you know, Danny's obviously. We see him later in the episode. Yeah, absolutely livid. <laughs> he wanted to. <laughs>
2: like, he wanted to take it up with Roger Goodell, send this one all the way up
3: to, <laughs> to, to the league commissioner, and let's talk about
2: this. You can't just change the rules. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, Deshaun's like, yeah, you can, man. This is Survivor 41. <laughs> this guy rolls with the punches. He's like, oh. yeah. He
4: does. He does. He does. He's like,
1: does. hey, uh, yeah, they can. This is a, a reality television show. It's, they haven't done it before, but, you know, Probe said things were going to be different. And, like, yeah, Danny's like, what? We won. What are you talking about? You can't just then take that away. But, yeah, I actually thought they played it pretty cool right there. I thought there might be one person freaking out. You're right. Mm-hmm. There were some daggers maybe shot her way. But no, like, oh, my God. If anything, it was all the people that were, like, about to do the challenge that were, like, yeah right.
3: <laughs> Yes, like, they got her up on her shoulders and, like, dancing around with her. That but, was actually yeah. a nice touch that they – that Jeff gave her uh, – Erica the buffs to give to the others – personally right so yeah. I thought that was like okay this that's smart that's really smart to, to even more goodwill here's here's the buff that I'm literally giving to you mm-hmm. because yeah. of me so uh, we'll see if that uh, translates to more goodwill in the coming episodes but uh, yeah I mean and you know as far as the, that, that challenge I mean you guys said it all but the core strength required to do yep. that uh, I mean I would like I just sit at it I would be a Heather I would just be like <laughs> You guys, uh, I'll just enjoy the show. Get your feet up there, guys. Uh, oh yeah. No Heather way. must have been. Lo- Heather was like,
5: "Yes,
1: I don't have to compete in another <laughs> challenge. <laughs> <laughs> out again. Sick, sick. Um, yeah, it was. A, it was a good battle here. Uh, after the commercial break, we get Danny talking about how difficult it is for him to process this twist. I thought this was. I thought this was interesting decision, Trey, for them to leave this in the episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had a guy out there. Saying, this sucks. This is a dull twist. This doesn't
4: He's make like, sense. Jeff is on some bullshit right now. Yeah. <laughs> this then, man told me I was playing to win, so I went out there, carried my team. All I got out of it was a delicious meal that I got to throw <laughs> up and put my poop and pee back now. Uh, <laughs> At least they gave him the feast, right? Like, I guess yeah. that that is, the, like, that's going to be Jeff's argument. Like, you didn't win immunity like I said you were going to, but you got to eat. The other tribe didn't. Good thing you got to eat because you're going into another challenge here. But, I mean, they almost kind of had to. They had to have that viewpoint, the Danny viewpoint, which is, I think, a lot of fans' viewpoints saying, hey, this is – you told them one thing, and it was something completely different uh, just a day later. And then you also had to have the Deshaun standpoint saying, yeah – that's true, but also this is Survivor and they're just going to wing it. And they told us it's going to be a crazy one, so this is a crazy one, let's try and figure it out.
1: And now we have Sydney on record saying, this is not even a twist, it's a lie. And I think that's fascinating. Now, she just got voted out, she's doing the press tour, she's pissed off, she doesn't hold anything back as it is. I mean, I think no. she's a great character. Um, but does she have a point, Jason? Like, like with this whole thing, is it, is it too big brothery? to be honest. It, uh, and, she has and, a li-
2: yeah. yeah, she has a little bit of, of a point. I think Survivor is at its best when you can let, when you have advantages and twists that happen like this, but you give the players space to prepare and counter those things. When you don't, mm-hmm. don't just surprise them and they have no moves, no, uh, you know, no kind of counter strategies to, ba- to come back with. Uh, I, I think Survivor's at its best when you let the players play. So I think she has a little bit of a point. That said, with the fairness or unfairness, I mean, you know, uh, to Danny's point, it's it's unfair that one uh, tribe gets a former NFL player and and three <laughs> of the other best physical threats in the game. You know, like that's not fair. So, right. uh,
1: but that's left up to chance. That's in, left in up theory. to ch- and so yeah. listen.
2: I, I think she has a little bit of a point. And certainly, yeah. uh, you know, I was listening to Rob uh debrief with her afterwards, and she did, she fires with both barrels on <laughs> oh, everybody. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah that's great. Does, <laughs> not, does not leave anything on the table. So, yeah, I see it. You know, I, I do wish this was fun, and I think it, it served its purpose in terms of getting uh, a lot of the players who've been kind of, like, on the sidelines of things involved directly in gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do wish... I would like to see the players have a little bit more information about what could possibly happen so that they have counter-strategies that they can deploy.
1: Yeah, I also wonder what this means moving forward, Trey, because people are... Now, I don't know about Season 42. I can't remember like the recording and all that, Like if they've already done it and if they're going to even have a chance to watch 41 before 42. But moving forward, are we going to get to a point where like teams, tribes, players are going to be like, nah, let's not win this or let's be cautious about whatever because of who knows, they might just do the opposite. I I wonder if that comes into play at all or maybe I'm overthinking it because it's like they hear merge, they hear feast, they're starving and they're like, screw it, let's win. And if they flip it on its head after, meh, whatever. That's Survivor, I guess, moving forward. I don't know, we'll see. If you put me on Survivor
4: every challenge, I'm asking Jeff. You telling the truth this time, Jeff? <laughs> you got a you Bible? foot freak, you f- foot freak. You telling me what's really going to happen here? But, I mean, it is going to change the way the game is played, just the same way that Russell Hans going out and finding idols before right. there are any clues changed the yeah. game, the way the game was played. Even the introduction of... Uh, advantages, immunity idols anywhere changed the way the games were played. Because some people are like, I'm not going to go look for this idol because it'll put a target on my back just looking. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it kind of feels like the safest move here is to heather it. Honestly, just heather it. <laughs> don't try and find anything. Don't try and compete too hard. Don't try and vote anybody out. And you will be cruising. You'll well, be completely what if, under what if the she's radar. She's
2: masterminding everything. What oh if she God. is behind oh at, like just very secretly quietly like pulling every single string?
1: Uh that's like every survivor's like dream of one season the 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 dummy or the person that you think is doing nothing gets to the end and then says, aha, I was, I was acting the entire time and I was pulling these strings and I was even pretending to be someone I wasn't. Like, we all always hope that's going to happen. And
2: I'm actually a 32-year-old woman. Right,
1: right, <laughs> right. Uh, but I do it like your Heather idea. all along. I like your idea, Trey, of like telling props to put his foot on the Bible and tell me the truth. <laughs> you foot freak. Let's, uh, let's get it. Right, what yeah. about yeah. this? Hey, I mean, I was thinking about this when I was
2: re-watching. What if the players know that there is, like, a pool of advantages and disadvantages, they kind of know what they are, but which one comes up at what time is sort of randomized? So they have to plan for stuff that could happen, but it may or may not happen.
1: Yeah, yeah. You you just like them to have some sense of knowledge that oh yeah you winning this and winning you what you thought was into the way into the merge and into a feast is like it could backfire on you it could right uh, uh, yeah I don't know. it's so tough because you do want them to keep being creative but I think you can cross a line and, and I and I do struggle if this one was, if just a little too much. And maybe a part of me is like, I also saw someone ultimately go home that I didn't want to go yeah. home. You know, if Heather goes home, I'm probably like, who cares? Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. but you, know, you lose a good player. And Sydney's point here, Cindy's point was like, and she has like, you said on the Rob podcast and stuff like that, and she talked to Dalton Ross, like she's basically like, the whole point of this was to get someone strong out of the game. This hourglass twist, you know, that's what they wanted to achieve. Uh, You know, so she's like, talking herself up by saying she's a strong player and all that, but,
2: I don't know. It, it might might be some truth. I love that Heather's know. most active tactic right now is just to be so happy for everyone with everything that's happened. Every, all the time when they cut to her, she's like... <laughs> <laughs> and she's oh, just like, that's, that's... yay! I got oh, like just I, so happy about everything. It's like... <laughs> I,
1: I'm, I'm jumping, like, right to the end here, but there is a part at Tribal Council... And I'm going to show a picture of Heather here, where she's just sitting there amidst all the chaos, and she just goes, "This is just ah." Uh, this is all just ah. Uh, uh. This like the four words she said in this episode. But uh, I'm starting to I'm starting to become a Heather fan. <laughs> Heather has
4: only on the no buff stream here. Uh, but obviously, uh, uh, flash forward as well to Final Tribal Council. Not Final Tribal Council, but tonight's Final Tribal yeah. Council. Um, Deshaun says, I wish this were a game that let my social skills talk. And that's what we love about Survivor, yeah, right? The scheming, the making relationships. This feels like it takes that out just enough, yep. right? Where you're like, this is a little bit of a game of chance here. And that's more Big Brother than it is Survivor, which there's a reason I watched Survivor over Big Brother. And it's because it's all about the scheming and the relationships, yep. not so much the producers coming in and doing all this random stuff. So for me, I totally agreed when Deshaun said that at Tribal Council. Yeah,
3: ex- accept that—sorry, oh, go ahead. No, I was
1: going to say, J.D., which makes your sort of twist to this twist, I think, make more sense, where she had to come back, says she has the hourglass, and then let's hear it. Let's right. hear it from this right. side. Let's hear it from this side— Let's see who can talk on their feet. Let's see if Deshaun can talk his way out of her actually smashing it. That's yeah. intriguing uh, and a little more fair than just she's alone on an island. Oh, by the way, you are going to be playing in this and you might lose and then you might go home because you've been out of the game for two days. But if you smash it, you're good for another uh, you know, another tribal council at least. Right. Like it's, it is a no-brainer. Sorry.
3: Go ahead, JD. Well, exactly. A, uh, to further that, any other player other than Erica. It is more of a decision, so you're giving a player a massive amount of power, which I like, and mm-hmm. you're giving them a conundrum and a chance to really flip the game on the on its head, which is what I think they designed that advantage to be. Right, um, and it's been pointed out elsewhere. If it had been Nasir or anybody else, I mean, he Nasir wouldn't. I don't think he would have smashed it because yeah. he would have been throwing his entire tribe under the bus, probably and so. he would have probably been in a in a more advantageous position to not smash it. Yeah. uh, Go do the challenge. He has an immunity. He's got an idol. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I think, I hope that they keep this. Uh, I, I just, I just hope that it's a little more earned. Um, and, uh, becomes uh, there's a let, yeah like everything we just said just uh, hey let's deliberate let's b- sell me on this or or something I, th- I think there's something here I like time travel is what I'm saying okay okay
1: um, well let's get to the plotting and the scheming here of this episode this is where it really starts to pop off we got Ricard and Shan they just start throwing out some names you know Ricard is he's got the uh, the, the the immunity win yeah, clutch win,
4: honestly. Clutch huge win for Ricard. Huge like, he win. would have been
1: on the chopping block if he takes the L. I don't there, see so how big he could win have been. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. He actually smiled for the first time the entire game, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure, too. Uh, and
4: shout out Beaman. to Sydney. I think she said this on the Sester Nino podcast that Ricard is a dancer, so the only person that beat her is a dancer. I was like, okay.
1: He's got
4: moves, Yeah, I guess he's got moves. Okay. I'm not surprised.
1: So, yeah, those two, you know, they we know that they uh, – th- this is old hat for them. They're used to vote now, people. So, yeah, let's start throwing out some names. Ricard thinks that Nasir has an idol. Right away, everybody's like, he does. Yeah. <laughs> so, it confirms that. And he's like, okay. Oh, yeah. So, he's like, well, what about Evie? And someone asks, I think it's Danny, it's like off camera, you don't see him saying it, but you hear his voice, Do you think uh, Xander would give Evie his idol? And right away, I think it's Shan's like, no. Everyone's like, no, there's no way like that. They just dismiss it so quick. And they're like, okay. So Danny then takes this whole plan, this idea of getting out Evie, he takes it to Liana. And she seems a little shocked by it, uh, Jason, because she's she's torn between her old tribe, which is the Assay tribe, the yellow tribe, which is Evie, which is Xander, which is Tiff, and then she of course has this connection with Shan. She has this new alliance with uh, Danny and Deshaun and she's like, "Oh, where do I go? She tells us on camera, you know, I feel pretty good about going with this new alliance, and Shan just basically convinces her, it feels I mean, like. Right? It's I, like, no, you're getting rid of Evie.
2: I do wonder at what point Liana goes, am I actually making any of my own decisions here? Because it's basically whoever speaks to her last can influence her in a great deal. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> Shan was like, "Yeah, you gotta like, you gotta, you gotta do what you want to do." Meanwhile, she's ably convincing her to do yeah. the thing that she wants her to do. Yeah, um, that was that was a really interesting moment. I think you know, and it's kind of like the drawback of having younger players. I think she was only like twenty when this was b- being shot and mm-hmm. filmed, right? You know, I think it, th- there's another path for her that she maybe could have taken where. She has her alliance with with Evie, and and we've seen stuff like this happen in the past, where she deflects the the gaze of elimination to someone else. As well, you know, like I figure out a way to deliver for your former ally, because otherwise, it is hard to work with a person who the next person that talks to them can sway them in in a completely mm. other direction. I I, yeah. I do wonder that that. Uh, that little conversation made me wonder at what point people start realizing that Shan is telling them all what to do.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. you, know, you know what was funny to me, it was like, oh, Shan has become the Ricard. <laughs> Where like, it's usually Ricard was like, coming up with the plan, or so we were told, Shan would execute it, Well, now Shan's got She's got Liana and she's like, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what to do. This is what you should do. Yeah. You've got this, you should do this. Okay, you can go ahead and do that. But uh, And I guess you yeah. can
4: say there's a reason Ricard was making the plans because Shan yeah. completely botched this one, yeah. even down to the end where she's like, Evie still has the idol. And she didn't. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like
4: Shan was wrong three times on this single idol.
1: I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, Shan is like looked human here over the last couple she episodes. She did look human. For 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 sure, uh, JD. Anything to add to this? To you know, the plotting and the scheming here. Uh, this first part, and we'll get to Xander's move in a second.
3: Yeah, I mean, I will just uh, add to what Trey just said, and I, I think that Shan might be in big trouble. That uh, uh, Jason, you just asked when will uh, Leanna come to the realization that she's not making any decisions. I think it was at Tribal Council, and I think that uh, if I would, I'm mean, she must be livid with uh, with Shan. I mean, it's her fault to begin with, that she's the one that revealed uh, that yeah. she had the advantage in the first place. What was that? So, yeah. Don't I get mean, close
2: to Shan. Don't get close
4: to Shan unless you want your game to I blow mean, up in your face. I mean, just her
2: exactly. It's fine yeah. to talk to her. Talk to her, but don't... The people that keep telling her stuff, it's like, folks, please stop telling her things.
1: Well, let's get to Xander's move here, and then we'll take a break, and we'll get to tribal council, because that thing was like 30 minutes long. Um... <laughs> xander he has a little moment he hugs it out with tiff and uh, and evie and he tells evie i'm giving you my idol uh i know you're in you're in trouble here she starts to cry like she's yeah. like really moved by it uh xander says if you're out of this game then we're out of this game i mean he is looking at this like i need to be with these two tiff and evie to have any chance to pull this off i need some numbers <laughs> evie tells us she tells the camera um she wouldn't know if she would do the same. For she would let's just put honest. it out there. She would yeah. not
2: do it. Yeah, it's fine honest. if she doesn't yeah. know. We at home know 100 percent she would not have. She yeah. would right. not have saved him.
1: Yeah, right. that's true, that's true. Uh, but they they realize they do need to work together and they think they can work with Sydney. They think that's one person that they can get from the Luvu tribe, maybe get them on their side, and sort of start to balance out the numbers a little bit closer. They agree, Trey, on Deshaun as their target. Do you think that was the right you know, person to sort of, uh, for, for this little small alliance here, That really the Yassay tribe and then Sydney, let's say, um, to, to go for him, Deshaun? Or do you think it should have maybe been someone else? Maybe, maybe even someone like a Heather or something like that?
4: Uh I mean for me I would be going against Deshaun as well just because he seems very well liked he has built some relationships by going to Shipwheel Island which mm-hmm. therefore gives you the idea he probably has some sort of advantage if you True. even if you don't know what it is and I mean despite the fact that they haven't been to tribal council I mean it seems like he's in a position of power in his tribe so I can understand why they would be sort of targeting yeah. uh Deshaun um So yeah, I guess I would have been on board with going for Deshawn if I were uh, if I was Xander. Yeah, I think they even sort of
1: tie it to Sydney, if I remember correctly. JD, they're like because they talk about you know, do we go get rid of Sydney? And they're like, no, we could bring her in. Let's Mm -hmm. get rid of someone she's close with, like a Deshawn. But that's the weird part of this whole dynamic. It's like, were were Deshawn and Danny that close with Sydney? Or they're closer with Nasir than they are with her. It, it was I was always really confused by their th- those three particular like their relationship on Luvu. It seemed like they were good a lot of the times. They seemed to always be talking to each other within groups and strategizing. But then, for whatever reason, and maybe it's just Danny got so hell bent on we got to have guys, guys, guys yeah. that it was like yeah, I mean, oh, got I think that
2: was I think that's it. I think that's you the think big so? thing. Danny, yeah. Danny really got uh, Danny really got focused on. Oh shit, they're coming for the guys. We got to yep. make sure the next one is a girl. And I think yep. that really was a, a significant factor in what drove that decision.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's possible. We uh, we get a flashback here too to be reminded. Tiff told Evie about Liana's power advantage, about you know the the knowledge's power advantage. And then Evie tells Xander looks like the next morning and he is shocked, and and that is when he makes the uh, already classic uh, Xander face, where. He, <laughs> what? What type of power?
4: Uh, which That's was, the face which you make on Christmas morning when you have found your Christmas presents weeks before <laughs> Christmas. Whoa! A PlayStation? <laughs> no way! <laughs> oh,
1: you
2: well,
4: think, I think he, was, he really was shocked?
1: Yeah. I, oh, I think he. I think he was shocked. I, wow. I know, oh, guys, for sure. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, but then he gets slick with it, obviously, the move uh, that they come up with, and and we will get into, JD. But, uh, yeah, before we take our first commercial break there, what what did you think about looking in at,
3: at Deshaun there from this little group that's forming? Deshaun is incredibly charismatic. I think that at, right from the beginning when everybody is merged for the first time and meeting for the first time, he is just a charming guy, and yeah, I would be like, "That's he. He's the ringleader. He's the one. He's the the leader on the the largest tribe coming into this merge. So he's a, It's a no brainer for me. And also, uh, what I'm not something that I'm not uh, totally clear on is is everyone a, like aware that Danny is an NFL player because. Definitely. Well, seems he to about Playing
1: in arenas, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but yeah,
3: yeah Tribal Council. But I, before that, no, there's been never any sort of hey, I know you. You played for who? Who, who do you play for? The Cowboys, Cowboys? or something? Yeah. Uh, like so, I don't. I, I guess people. It's common knowledge within the players of Survivor that Danny is an NFL player. So that to me is also well. We'll bring the pro athlete. Meeting him for the first time. I mean, they've only been together for two days, right? So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, there's no way that he's gonna win. He's a, he's a professional athlete, but they right. never win.
1: Oh, you're saying like he'll actually has a good strong chance of being at the end because he's a, a millionaire because he played in the NFL and no one's going to want to give him another million bucks. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. I like him, man. I yeah, me I like too. Him too. I, man, he's mm-hmm. good. Like even when he's free, even when he was like, this fucking sucks, man. Yeah. He like, <laughs> t- his like just personality is like, eh, this sucks, you know. You can tell he was like, he was raging inside, I think, but he was keeping it pretty Calm, cool, and collect on the other I'll outside. say
2: this about the Deshaun choice to target him. I think that yeah. is the right choice. I think he showed at Tribal. He can throw those little grenades where he knows something. He has put that aside yeah. for the moment. And then when he sees his opportunity, he lets out, oh, yeah, uh, she told me about that. Did, she, did you know that she told me yeah. about that? And that uh, can throw another you know alliance into disarray he's he thinks like that he has a lot of relationships that go beyond his alliance he's a really really smart player and even the way he dealt with with uh you know with the advantage getting repelled by Xander's move where he was like that was a great move that was actually yeah. an incredible move congratulations to y'all even though it puts me in danger that's the kind of shit yeah that makes him very very dangerous I know this,
1: like, hindsight is 20, 20 I get it. But, like, I just wonder if they, like... You guys are saying all the right things. You're saying, like, this guy's maybe the ringleader over there. Like, he's the head of the snake. And, and if you get rid of it, maybe it all crumbles. But the flip side of that is, like, maybe we just try and get, like, someone, like, some yeah. dead weight. Like, let's we 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 only need, like, one or two votes here to, like, just convince, like, you know, let's get rid of so-and-so. Now, the problem is, there's only five people to pick from. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I actually like. From this whole twist, I, I like that part of it. Like, it's like... It's not 11 uh, or 10 or whatever. It's like, oh, there's only five to pick from. And Sydney, Nasir, Danny, Deshaun, and then who am I forgetting? Um, Evie. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess at that point you start running out of people, and maybe that's why they had to focus on him. Okay, let's take our first break, and then we will get into the madness uh, of, uh, of tribal council, and we've got tree mail, so don't go anywhere. Back with No Buffs, breaking down episode 7 of Survivor 41. A fun, fun episode, and we're going to get to Tribal Council, but before we do, we had some more stuff going down. We had Ricard talking to Erica. Just a quick little scene of those two going down the beach. Deshawn, he's talking to Nasir about voting for Evie. Xander, Danny, they have a powwow. At one point, Danny goes, It's one of mine or one of yours. Uh, they come to the table, to families, to make a deal. Uh, Xander then tells Danny, Evie's going to be safe. He just tells him that to his face. You know, I like you. I trust you. You've been good to me. Uh, Evie's going to be safe. He also shares with him that Liana has the knowledge power advantage. And then we get Xander with a great line, Jason, saying, if I can create paranoia in these people, that's great. Now... Did Danny have no idea about Liana having the knowledge of power at that point when Xander told him, or was he just like pretending to be shocked that that was news to him? I couldn't, I couldn't keep track of what. Of course, everybody knows, but I guess he didn't.
2: I, it seemed sincere, like he sincerely yeah. did not. And then the way he uh, he continued the conversation later with it seemed like yeah. that was the case. Um, I was a little bit. I mean, Xander is a gambler, man, and letting them know that he knew was a gamble. Because, like, I think you could argue that what he did, the bait, the bait and switch, that little baiting them into using it, um, would have worked, and you would have been more confident it would have worked if they didn't know that you knew. Right, right, um, right. But, right. you know, again, that little risk to add some drops of paranoia into that alliance... It clearly worked for him, uh, and it was was a move that paid off.
1: Yeah. Uh, Danny, like you said, she took, he, excuse me, takes all this information to Liana that Xander has told him. She, like, shakes her proverbial fist at Tiff, uh, JD. (laughs) I mean, it all comes back to, to Shan... Spilling I, the beans in front of of Tiff, your beans. And I mean, it's,
2: holy moly! It's right there in the title. Knowledge is power. Don't yeah. like, don't <laughs> dilute the power of it by letting people have knowledge of the thing. <laughs> I, I,
1: I still can't believe. Like, yes, Shan really screwed it up because she she says it in front of Tiff. But I'm still convinced. We said this last week, JD. That. Tiff doesn't know at that point what the power was. And right. Liana should have just, like, thought on her feet a little bit and just told her something else. Extra vote, some other made-up advantage that maybe is not as uh, powerful-sounding as this one that she had. Instead, she was just honest with her, and I think that was... I mean, both Shan saying it out loud and then her not, like, ugh, maybe, like, spinning their wheels a little bit there and, like, just coming up with something else. But Tiff knowing is a huge, like, turning point in this game, I feel like. Can I just uh, say, too, like,
2: shouts to Tiff... She had a very rough opening to this season. Yep. Uh, That Clearly, the lack of calories, I think, threw her into some sort of physical (laughs) and and psychological disarray. But in this episode, she was like, this is how the advantage works. Here's all the little details about how it works. Here's the fine print on how it works, and here's how we can... I was like, holy shit, Tiff is like, where'd this photographic memory come (laughs) from all of a (laughs) sudden?
3: Yeah, crazy. It's crazy. And to be fair to Liana, though, uh, I mean, she was in a, 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 a tribe with uh, with Tiffany for the, all this time. And yep. we've seen how she deals with liars, Tiffany, when Xander tried to get one past her. So True. maybe Liana was just like, okay, she knows I have an advantage. I don't know how much she knows. And knowing Tiffany the best policy here is for me to just tell her <laughs> because after all we are in an alliance together so true uh, she's already got me she already knows about the advantage so she technically knows that I've been keeping from her not necessarily yeah. lying to her and also she's on the spot and she's 20 and uh, you know it was it was a bad move by Leanna but a much much worse by uh, move by Shan uh, but you know, we went over that last week. But yeah, uh, I just wanted to say that in defense of that's Le- fair.
1: That's fair. It's a good point. You know, you just, she's a school teacher. You don't lie to a school exactly. teacher. You know, you're going to be sent to the uh, the principal's office. Um, Liana and Shan, Then I love this part. Trey. They go and read the advantage like uh, small print. They're like, hold on, let's check the warranty on this. Hey, what is this thing actually? And it dawns. It appears on it appears to us at least. Uh, it dawns to Leanna that. Wait, Xander can give this idol to somebody else, and then if I asked him and he doesn't have it, then we're screwed. This was great because we talked about this on last week's No Buffs episode. Mm -hmm. We were spitballing this possibility, and it ends up happening, which was pretty cool. Oh, that was... Awesome. Liana honestly just had Xander blinders. I think she's
4: wanted to get Xander out from early in the game, right? When they Mm -hmm. voted out Voce and she was thinking not getting Xander out was her million dollar mistake. Fast forward, I don't know, three episodes. Maybe she's right, but she's clearly still gunning for Xander, right? Like she can't even conceive of maybe I would use this on Nasir. Maybe I would use this on somebody else in this tribe. I could get this from anybody. It doesn't just have to be Xander, but it seemed like it kind of just had to be Xander, which clearly was the problem. Problem because, I mean, credit no doubt to Xander and Evie for playing this and pulling the wool over Shan and Liana's eyes. But at times it felt like they were laying it on thick to the point where you're like, "Oh, you're going a little overboard here. You're going to completely give away the plot." But I don't know. Obviously, the blinders were on; there was nothing to be done. Even before Xander, nothing.
2: It was pretty obvious what they were doing because they just—it is like, "Yep, she's safe. I'm going to give her my this idol." is gonna be played for her. That's my idol, my immunity idol that I will use. I will be placing it on my body yes. and keeping it, I will
4: me have it in my me for the hand remainder of the
2: game.
1: Yeah, <laughs> at, at Tribal Council especially, I was like, my God, you guys are going <laughs> overboard. Because this little like, weird um, meeting on some path, the three of them, Evie, Xander, and then Liana, right before we go to Tribal Council... This I thought was this was fine. This was slick. This was they all come together. They're all lying to each other, but they're telling her, you know, I've got the I've got the idol. It's right here. Hey. I'm gonna play it if needed. He says that, you know, like yeah, keep it close to close to the hip, close to the junk, and then Xander actually leaves, and then Liana's like. Why, is he need, why isn't he just giving it to you now? Like, why wouldn't he give it to you directly? And I thought, Evie, with a slick line, I don't know if they had talked about this, but he just said, she just said, excuse me, he wants that moment. was like, Awesome line. Like, that a was a great
2: line.
3: So, so good.
2: And putting the fake idol in the paper, that sold it. Like, yeah. I mean, like, oh, let's, totally. let's be honest, like, yes. as thick as they laid it on, when you see it in the paper, and it look, it's a good one. It's a good fake. Yep. When you see it in the paper at tribal, the tortures are going, the your blood is up, your heart is there's no way. That yeah. solid. Yeah. <laughs> totally.
4: You're like beads wrapped up. That shit is it's r- real. It's <laughs>
2: real. Especially when
1: they have like <laughs> talked to her. Yes. Pretended that they were working with her. <laughs> they're they're being a teammate. You know, Yellow Tribe's strong here. And like, yeah, she's she's convinced. I, I wanna know so bad, JD, like how long was this plan in play? Like, you know, did this take an hour to come together? Was this the entire day? Like, I I would love to know that uh, because they executed it in the end, flawlessly, even if it appeared to us they were going a little overboard. (laughs) Especially at Tribal Council. Like, like when Evie was like, my little jungle boy here, and, like, slaps him on the back. Like, he shall save me with that... Well, we've had a relationship. I've
2: known her for the longest, so it just makes sense that I would save her with my immunity idol. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay, relax. It's like Uh, somebody watching somebody build the most elaborate trap (laughs) ever constructed for a specific person, and they walk right into it. And it's so obvious to everybody else. It's just like...
2: You're right that she had the blinders on. like. Her voice shakes. She was so excited yep. to do it.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: She was like, "She, well, I would like to read this advantage that I have." Right, and then she could not wait to get the words out. And then when she turns to him, so I just have one. Qu-, like I could feel the adrenaline pumping through her. She was on the line. There was no totally. way she was turning back. Oh, from it. I yeah, actually, totally. I, I sort of almost felt bad for her when she at one
1: point after Xander. You know, says, "Gotcha." This is a fake, and I know we'll get into the details of it. But she turns to Shan and is like, right, "Evie still has no protection." Like she's like, she's like really shook. She's yeah. like, "Now, in the end, she, she was, was right. Actually, right. There, <laughs> yeah. But, but at the point, at that time, you know, Shan's like, "No, you fool!" Like
5: they You're got right. you. They you got fool. You. You're right. Wow. Well, You're totally
1: right. I don't think though that Liana was thinking somebody else has it. I think she was so like, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah, my yeah, god." Yeah. god. Yeah. What is happening here? And is like, does he have it still? Like, hold on. He just gave me a fake, but could he still have it? Anyway, Um, we'll get into the details there. Like I said, crazy, crazy little scene Hold on, there. real
4: quick question. A good one from Derek. Where did he get the beads? Yeah, I was wondering. Yeah, where There was like a fake idol kit on a previous season, right? Yeah. But I don't know where he
1: found these beads. Okay, Damn. I've heard from other, you know, Survivor contestants. Like, there are things like on Flags... And like just like decorations on set, and maybe just crap you find on the beach too. Sure, but you're right. I mean, it looked really good. It looked looked really good. good. Those were similar. But I also love how Survivor over the last couple years has has made the idols themselves just like look pretty shitty and like basic. (laughs) Yes, you know it used to be elaborate. Yeah, yeah, good luck. But now it's like I guess anything could
3: be a, a an idol. So. Well, yeah. we, we've be- seen somebody we'll try to pass off a stick, right? Oh, yeah, uh, for I sure. I remember who that was, but... Uh... Yeah, if Xander oh, pulls uh... out a stick
4: wrapped wrapped in a paper, people are like, that's fake. We're asking somebody else. <laughs> right. But beads, man? Anybody will buy beads. Yeah,
1: yeah. Sure. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we get one more scene before Tribal Council. It's just like the classic paranoia setting in. It's probably an hour before they're headed there. Liana is telling Deshawn that his name is being bandied about. He tells his group that the only way he's going to feel comfortable is if they vote for Sydney. Because the plan was Ebby. But now he's like, well, now my name's coming up. If an idol is played and we botch this, then I'm probably going home. So let's just go Sydney instead. Sydney goes to Xander. She says, am I cool? She also goes to Shannon Liana. She's like, am I cool? She's just trying to find out, like, she's going to be okay. She knows something's up. And, you know, she she's not she's not that dumb. I mean, she ends up playing her shot in the dark scroll or whatever the hell it is at this point because she's like i'm not feeling great about this but we head to tribal council with liana telling us she's turning into a badass and calls forth the names of two queens Mm. sandra and Parverty. yeah yeah rough rough tough one yeah tough one yeah Yeah. 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 the editors are doing her dirty there by by keeping the double kiss there Uh, yeah exactly so we're at tribal council with 24 minutes to go, Jason, in an episode, we were—I'm uh, like, are two people going home? Like, what's going on here? This is a lot of time. I, like, some people think this might be the longest amount of airtime ever given to a tribal council that was just one vote out. Uh, somebody would have to fact-check us on that, but I heard yeah, that being thrown around. Feels like it. I can't think of another one. That was
3: long. Uh, <laughs> the Zeke outing was pretty long. I remember yeah, that one being long. But that's true. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's got to it, be up there.
2: It, when we went to it, uh, I remember looking at the clock and just being, wow, this is going to be a live tribal, clearly. <laughs> it's going down. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, that's the thing. So we start with it not being live, really. Deshaun talks about his game being super social. Um, Evie says she's nervous about being voted out, but then this is where she starts laying it on thick. Uh, luckily, I got my jungle little bro here, <laughs> hey, you know, Alexander, of course you got me. I got it right here in my pants. I'm going to hand it to you. I'm definitely handing it to you. Uh, yeah, I have in my notes here, was this not one of the most obvious tells of all time? And it sounds like everybody agrees with me already, Trey. Uh, yeah, they they went a little overboard. Maybe they went so overboard that Liana's like, this they can't possibly be faking. Like, uh, sure. They're trying to double switch us here, yeah. And, I mean,
4: Xander has practiced radical honesty the entire time. Yeah. He's told about his advantages from day one when he found them are like, why are you telling everybody everything? It finally paid off, you know, 15 days later. He was honest, 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 and then changed one little set of beads at the very perfect moment. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I thought it was obvious to the point where I was like, they're doing it. They're doing it. They're going to be pulling the fake move here. And then he pulled out the fake idol. I was like, why are you showing them that you still have the idol? I was faked <laughs> out on it for sure. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, quality stuff. Yeah, so, but it definitely felt like a... They should have sussed it out, but I don't know. That fake idol, it was so good. That was uh, clearly the best fake idol in the history of the game. The most effective, I would say, and uh, the most exciting. Great stuff.
3: I I can't Um, remember. Did we know that it was fake before he says it's fake? No. No.
2: No. No, We don't. No. No,
1: because we get to it right here. So Evie talks about her relationship with Xander. Uh, You know, she's laying that on thick still. Deshawn questions how tight it is. Uh, One of you mentioned this earlier. Slick move by him. Um, I think Very Jason, it was Slick you, move by him. Where he's like, he's just like, I, I knew that guy I had the idol before I knew him, before i even met him, because she yeah. told me on Shipwheel Island, and then, uh, you know, Xandra's like, oh, <laughs> you know, Probe's like, does this change anything? He's like, no, oh, that. Okay.
2: Evie, so he was, Evie saying, hey. was, Evie was, uh, she got her bell rung in that moment. She was just like, yeah, uh, but no that right. shouldn't, uh, that shouldn't change anything yeah. uh, at all. Still my <laughs> yeah. little jungle boy. Okay, so. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So, so, yeah, then we get... Liana has been convinced that he does have it. It looks real enough. He's He's got it wrapped up. She's like, I'm going to do this. She does the knowledge is power. She has to explain to everyone what the hell it is. And then she says, do you have an idol, Xander? No, but you can have this fake. And then we get the flashback right before Tribal. Xander giving all of his weapons to Tiffany. But he kept uh, he kept the fake and he put it in the uh, real, I guess, Um you know, uh, directions or whatever the, the, the parchment. Um, do you, uh, do you think for television, for delivery that Xander, like knocked this one out of the park, JD, like on a scale of one to 10, him throwing it back in her face, how would you grade it? Like a perfect 10, you know,
3: chef's kiss and, eh, you know, average where you have it. Uh, when I watched it the first time, it was absolutely <laughs> Chef's kiss. I was, I loved every second, and I, I, I really like Leanna. But I, I've been rooting for Xander as well, and it was just great, great television. It was just impeccably uh, executed. I thought. I mean, I mm. was, you know, I have I complained about a bunch of stuff this season, but, and I thought that this if you include the first part of this episode that we saw last week, it was overly convoluted and blah, 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 blah. But I was on the edge of my goddamn seat when she asks him for the idol and then he presents her with a fake idol. And it was just like, ah, (laughs) like, I just, I was loving it. I loved it. Okay. Okay. You're
2: high on it. Okay. I have a question, Jason. Does he have to tell her it's a fake idol? Thank you for saying this. I was discussing this, uh, you know, with Trey over text with my girlfriend I think he why, does why have am I to Why not on
1: this text chain? Come on. I sorry, on. let's get
2: on it. I think that yeah. he it would have been great if he just hands her the fake idol and she thinks it's real, they throw all their votes on Evie, he plays the idol and they pick off, you know, pick somebody, Deshaun, Danny, yes, whoever you that's want. A great, great um, point. that would have been cool and that feels very survivor to me. This goes back to the kind of, you know, the kind of original sin of this uh, advantage is that you can't lie. Like th- I-, I think the fact that he uh, right that you have to tell the truth, yeah, kind of sucks, and it takes that play off the board. But I wonder, much the same way that there is that loophole, if he gives the idol to somebody else and they're holding it in that moment, like what what actually constitutes if somebody is merely holding it for you and you still are calling how it's going to be used did you really give up ownership? Do you have to physically be holding it? (laughs) Similarly, (laughs) can he just give her the fake idol and not say anything, you know, or can he say no in a way that makes it like, actually, yes, here's the idol. I had to give (laughs) it to, you know, like what are, it's, it's so fuzzy that it was a little unsatisfying in that regard. It felt like there was still envelopes to be pushed. Um, But my, sense is that he would have to tell the truth but even within that it felt like there were grey areas
1: yeah I, I feel like we may never see this again Trey Yeah. solely for the fact that I'm sure all of these contestants have asked the production team out there a million questions to the point where even the production team is like god I don't, I don't know okay I really I honestly don't know what you can say or what you can't say right. we're never doing
2: this again I, uh, I mean the but, fact uh, that the fact that Tiff looked at him and was like, what do you want me to do, right? So it's still his idol, right? You you know what I mean? Like, so there's all these gray areas that they need to define a little bit more clearly next time they do something like this.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. At that point, see, I guess from what I know about Survivor, at that point, it actually isn't his idol anymore. Tiffany has it. They have an agreement that it's still his. Sure. She trusts him and, and will only play it how he wants her to, but she would be in her own right to be like, you're not going to get back. Right. I'm actually playing it on Sydney. You know, she could do whatever yeah. she wanted, I, I think, yeah. with it. So I guess it's not hers technically anymore, but yeah. I would have loved, loved... That's why I don't have this as a 10, JD. It's like, I also just... I would have liked him to let it breathe just a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. He wanted to, like, say it so like, bad. At, he wanted oh, it like, come on. Just be like, come on. Like,
3: oh, yeah,
1: God. You know, just just milk it, man. This oh, is your real is it, moment. But his
3: acting, we had reached the end of his acting chops. You know what I mean? Like, he has been playing this thing all day, and he's been waiting for this moment. I mean, factor in all the adrenaline and the the it's the victory, right? It's just like, yeah. ha, gotcha! And uh, you know, I thought that maybe the, the, uh, they could have been a little more gracious about it. Uh, you know, Evie saying, "But thanks a lot," and then what do you like? There was some. There's this sort of awkward, you know, back and forth between uh, Liana and Evie. And but but fair enough. Emotions super high. I, I again I, I, I still I stand by my ten. I thought it was uh, okay. I thought it was just great television.
1: And and Trey, where would you how would you be grading this whole Xander delivery here on the fake ah I gotcha sucker. Oh that's a ten out of ten. Okay. I'm with J D on this
4: one and I think Jason Flowers is right. He wanted that moment. That wasn't a total <laughs> lie from Evie, right? Like, he wanted the moment to say, No, I made a fake idol yeah. and I fooled you for an entire day about it so to the point where you wasted your advantage. That looks awesome. He got credit from somebody who might be on the jury, Deshaun, who's not yet on the jury. He's already winning over the jury with that move. So, to me, this is going to go down in history as one of the all time
1: great survivor moves. Yeah, I agree. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, well, this is the point where. Tribal pops off. It's live, baby. Oh, it's because live. Because I think, according to the edit, Deshaun whispers to Erica first. Okay, that's fine. He doesn't get up. She's sitting right beside him. But as soon as he does, Liana pops up from her seat, and then off and running we go because everybody just gets up and starts talking to everybody. Well, Heather sort of just sits there, and this is just, <laughs> this is just, ah, this is, this is crazy. Wah. Um, but... <laughs> so many funny moments from the live tribal. I love Nasir standing in the wrong group at one point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's in the wrong whisper group. We and gotta like, get Nasir call- over here. Nasir, get over here. <laughs> so call him over. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess my question, Jason, you can go first. Mm-hmm. Are you a fan of the live tribal in the sense of, like, the standing up and, and walking around and everybody can talk to each other? I Do you like it. this
2: or should they have to sit in their seat? I, I absolutely love the live tribal. I Listen, I think that they... I, clearly, production has learned a lot of lessons from Winners at War where we got a bunch of live tribals in a row but couldn't hear anything that was happening and they didn't have yeah. the subtitles. Now they have them for the most part. I think that... Uh, It is an expression of players just uh, playing as hard as they can play in the moment, full paranoia, setting in, no idea what might happen. And that's it's so exciting to me. It is so exciting and so fun. It it is honestly like part of what drove me crazy about the moment was watching Heather and Erica and being like, listen, Erica, I understand you're safe. But like, get out there and find out what's happening. Like, why are you just sitting there? Get in a huddle and find out what's being talked about. You're like, you know, that you were on the bottom and you're safe right now. What's mm-hmm. going to happen when you go back? When this is all over, you got to find out what's happening. Similarly, Heather feels gettable. You know, nobody's talking to her. She's just sitting there alone, being like, <laughs> I'm waiting for somebody to tell me what to do. Like, that is a number for somebody who wants to reach out and grab it. I, I, yeah. It was, I love a live tribal. I think it's great. I want to see more live tribals.
1: Wow Okay, this is my pushback I don't know if I want to see this every week Sure, of course uh, I, I think it's uh, Every once in a while I think it's electric And it's very exciting It probably comes a little tiring If it happens Like that one season Where it did feel like it was happening yeah. mm-hmm. Every single week You're like, okay And yeah, we weren't helped out By not even knowing what the hell was going on But Trey, were you following I guess this live tribal. Like, did you have a you know, Did you have a decent sense Where people were sort of lying and, and the factions And did it help that they were literally Into factions And then a couple of people Were just sitting there? That part definitely helped where you're
4: like, okay, there's four on one side, eight on another, and let me math this out, four, 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 that adds up to 12, that's how you split the votes. That all makes sense. I do find in general that a live tribal is impossible to follow, uh, and you just never know what's gonna happen, which to me is a little frustrating because in Survivor, you're trying to, like, one of the key moments to me is when Jeff walks back, grabs the votes, and you're like, I always ask Laura, who's it gonna be? right. And I would say every episode so far this season, I'm like, who knows? Yeah. Literally, who knows? i like to at least have a guess, but I mean, like on an episode like last night's completely necessary, right? And almost probably the point of this entire advantage in the first place to ha- to result in a live tribal. Got to Mike White it. Is it fun? It was fun last night. It's not fun if it happens every single tribal council, but on big time moments like this, I think it's super exciting.
1: Yeah, JD, can you imagine editing a live tribal like, good luck. No, no, like, <laughs> like, who knows how long that went on, too. I mean, yeah, in fact, exactly. at one point, don't they come back? Shan's like, we're good to go. We're good to go. Let's go. And then Deshaun's like, no, we're not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I got some conversations still to be had. And then it almost, like, pops off again a little bit. But are you a fan of it, JD, of uh, allowing players to get up? Because some people think you should have to sit in your um, seat. And if you want to talk... Go Ahead and talk, but then everybody's going to know what you're thinking.
3: Yeah, I mean, I was watching this with Rachel last night, and when as soon as it, as soon as Tribal went live, she was like, How can you handle this? This is insufferable. And I said, Shut up! I gotta, I'm trying to follow this. <laughs> and I'm watching, and I'm like, uh, This is insufferable. I can't follow, I can't follow this. Like, I uh, yeah. like uh, Trey's right. There were two factions, and but but still, it was just like, uh, I want them and Jason you make a good point they have learned lessons and we we now we get to hear what they're saying sometimes but sometimes yeah. we don't it's just like uh we see them whisper and we don't know what they what they're saying so we're we're only seeing what they're allowing us to see but there's still people talking over each other if you turn on the closed caption it's it's still incomprehensible it's just like <laughs> you know uh just a lot of like my favorite part it was uh was Sydney going uh uh, duh, duh Like, yeah. <laughs> like uh, is it Deshaun? Duh, is duh.
2: it Deshaun? Uh, that made duh me, That made me nuts for a second If it was me, I'd be like, Sydney What does that fucking mean? Right, right like, duh. You, You're on the block here I'm trying to talk to you
1: Yeah, I, I don't know I go back and forth on this It is fun television Yeah, maybe I just don't want it every week would it be a fun wrinkle at some point like you got to stay in your seat, you got to you got to do all your work before you show up here in a way. Yeah. Um because that's what happened here too. Let's not forget. They have their plan. We're doing this whole thing, we're stealing an idol. We're set. We're golden. Mm-hmm. Uh see you later, Evie. And then oh shit. Whoops, nice move by them. Well, we better have another meeting. It's like eh, One thing
2: okay. that I think that um there is stuff, I think, that's revealed from a live tribal that, that, is, that is useful and very impactful when, you, when it's just called out. Like, there's that moment where they were like, Nasir, get over here. And then <laughs> Shan, they're trying to figure out, like, how the vote might break. And then Shan is, literally just looks. And there's four people over here and seven people over here. It's like, they can't, they can't beat us. Don't worry right. about it. Just yeah. vote the yeah. way we want to. Like, count it. They don't have enough. And I think stuff like that can be really useful, too.
1: Yeah, I've heard people say, why doesn't one person from the smaller tribe, the little faction, just walk over, stand right there, and just hear everything they're saying? Which, sure, I mean, you could do that. Rondo Rondo style.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Rondo.
1: But the concern is, I think, you know, you just piss people off in a heated moment where... Those people over there, the bigger, the bigger faction is like, well, screw it. Let's just get rid of that person. (laughs) Now now you could have got slick with it and sent somebody that had no chance of going, like Xander's not going anywhere. He's not even capable to be voted for. So have them walk over there and just like find out what they're doing. But you're right. Shan at some point says we're splitting votes because we have the numbers. Also, we have an extra vote now. So does Xander and he doesn't play his, but like we can get there. It doesn't matter what they ultimately do. We mm-hmm. can get there. We got Heather. We got Erica. That was the surprising part to me. If Xander, Tiff, Evie blew it last night, it didn't appear that they were trying to get anyone else. I guess they were. They got Sydney. They maybe had Nasir for a second. They didn't fight to I, keep I, Nasir. I think that was that over. was
2: my uh, point about like Erica and Heather and these people that are just sitting there. Like yeah, it it really felt like there was another move to be made there like really you could flip it on them in a significant way if you make your if you pitch it right and it felt like mm-hmm. they left they left some meat on the bone there they could have right, really right. really gone for the kill and they kind of didn't
3: yeah, yeah especially especially in Erica's case where she just told us i'm playing like a lion now and then she sat she literally sat there like a lamb like almost cowering going e this is fun you know like yeah, it doesn't uh, probes at one point like look at what you did, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then she
2: starts talking. I'm like, Why are why are you talking to Jeff? Like all the action is <laughs> happening over <laughs> here.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh yeah. She talked a <laughs> bit game, but you're right, it felt like she was like, I'll just follow wherever the numbers are, and maybe that'll work out for her, yeah. maybe maybe yeah. she'll get there. Um, it, it's worked out for other people before, you know, don't rock the boat, just sort of blend in with the bigger tribe, and hey, we're good to go. I'm here for another couple of days, <laughs> could work, same with Heather. If it's, <laughs> okay, what would be the most insane final three? <laughs> it's gotta be Heather, Erica, and then who would be the most insane third person, Trey? It, everybody else uh, is not bad. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, maybe
4: Xander, just because it seemed like he was going to be going home episode one. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, 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 had, he had a yeah. target on his back very early. I guess you could throw Tiffany in as well. She yeah. seemed like she was on the chopping block at some
2: point. I guess. Uh, can we... I, I thought Xander's... Xander, again, I'm just impressed at what a, what a gambler he is. <laughs> yeah. Not pulling the immunity and using it on Evie. Now, he had done the math in his head clearly but there's no way that he could have with any kind of re- that was a gut instinct oh, that's, move that's that was 50-50 that was no a doubt. coin flip and yeah. he was like you're good you're don't worry about you're fine i was like dude you're that is a russian roulette move and it worked out and it paid off he didn't even account for the extra vote. Like that could have gone. Exactly. That could have thrown shit in any kind of way. But
1: Evie should have been in theory telling everybody in her group that he has it. She yeah. knows that Deshaun has it. She helped them get it. Um, yeah, I thought that too, and I'm convinced amidst the chaos, uh, guys. That I think the plan. This is just me reading into it a little bit. Shan says we got to split it. Okay, let's split it now. Whether or not that's involving Deshaun's extra vote at that point, I'm not sure. But they have. Eight people, right, in that voting faction. If I have that if I have that correct, nine with his extra vote. I think it was going to be five on Evie, four on Sydney, and then at some point, Deshaun, you hear him say, "I'd feel much more. I'd want to flip it." He flipped. Yeah, I think he it. even he says that it. word. He's like, "I want to flip it." Mike, I, I'm, I'm led to believe he's like, "Let's put five on." He used his extra vote on Sydney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he did it. He he yeah. didn't. He he voted no, twice he voted, for Evie. He voted twice for
2: Evie. That's what I meant to say. But
1: but the the group used five on Sydney right, and uh, right. you know in theory four on uh, Evie. Yeah, which is which is really wild. I mean, if that's what was the ultimate like flip there, it, you know, easily could have been Evie going home with Xander not having played. That the was idol a that, big. That that's was why
4: ahead. my fear. My theory is that he did not care about saving Evie at all. He was there to save his idol, and he did. Yeah, that's probably
2: the case. Like, well. If
4: if Evie goes home. Sucks for her, but also, you know, yeah. they were trying to get me out for the entire time yeah. that we were on our tribe together. So, fine with me. I still got my
1: idol. Yeah. And maybe that little information he learned, learned from Deshaun came into play, too. Like, uh, whoa, wait.
2: I, I yeah, That's a good point. Yep. They have to stick together, though, right? I mean, the oh, heat yeah. on them right now is... They are like public enemy number one and two, one A and one B. Like they gotta hang together, they will hang separately because yeah. they made a lot of people pretty mad.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we definitely. we come back from the vote, and Sydney pulls out the scroll. JD and she took her shot in the dark. She has no vote, and she un, you know, rolls it, and it says. Not safe. It appeared like it was safe. Her reaction at first, yeah. like and maybe she saw safe first or something. It was like, like oh. safe,
3: uh, not safe,
1: not safe. Um, thoughts on how this was employed. The shot in the
3: dark scroll um, liked it. Couldn't care uh, for it. Brutal. I thought it was brutal. Honestly, <laughs> mm-hmm. like the whole, I, I like the idea of it, but I think that they need to fight for it or something like um, I'm going for my shot in the dark and i'm gonna whatever you have to make fire in 2 minutes or it's a dartboard or it's something uh, fucking interpretive dance i don't know like something <laughs> so, oh, like Ricardo something Dewell. where it's <laughs> that's, that's, that's very very hard to do and uh, and that way it, it feels a little more earned i mean it can be still be one in 6 chance right you have to build a fire within 2 minutes to break this thing or whatever but just something like It's just, it's too much of a a gamble, and it's just like, wah, wah. And the scrolls thing, we don't even see her reach into the jar and say, and grab it or roll. uh, They make 12-sided die, I believe. You could just, (laughs) you know, roll a dice or something. I I don't know. Like, it's just, it was just sort of like a wah, wah. That said, I would have been thrilled if it had worked. I mean, uh, it would have been really, really cool, and uh, we would have had, you know, fireworks going off and whatever else but, but uh uh yeah I, it's just the execution of it to me is totally lame yeah a little clunky you agree jason yeah i agree
2: i mean give it give us like a a roulette wheel hmm. one right. st- Ooh, one white stone in a bag of uh, black stone like something that allows us to visually see it build up that suspense rather than just pull out a scroll and a, you know that is yeah. kind of lame
1: yeah, you want like the the Price Is Right reel, uh, something, wheel. something yeah. that, that yes, really that, like hammers home. Cool. This awesome. is
2: a gamble, and this is a last chance, yeah. uh, last ditch attempt to, to save yourself.
1: Yeah, uh, this is a good idea. Something like that would be better than her just saying, uh, okay, hold on, says not safe, sorry. Uh, no, I don't have Yeah, not much
2: drama with no.
1: unrolling a yeah, scroll, and it but says- uh,
4: I, I like the family f- or, uh, Price is Right idea, yeah, that's man. That's great. a CBS property as well. Get on the phone with Drew Carey. <laughs> <laughs> bring that He's thing there. down to Fiji. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they bring out Drew Carey, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, Sydney voted herself off. Did you realize that? She said she was going to vote for Evie, but she played her yeah. shot in the dark, lost her vote. And Evie ended up having one vote less than Sydney, yeah. So she goes in the Tyson camp of voting yourself out yeah. by getting a little yep. too smart. She's
1: very Tyson-like, so that makes sense. Yes. I'll probably come back and win this game uh, down the line. At
2: yeah. the same time, that is completely right. And then they... So if you play it out, what? They would have gone to revote, and then arguably she stays and goes. That mm-hmm. said, I, with that many numbers and that many variables, it's kind of hard to... I, th- I still think it's, like, a reasonable move. Um, sure. Because when you, you know, it's just hard to figure out how many, how that uh, number of people is going to break down in terms of where they vote. It's it's a tough call.
1: Yeah. Um, you guys said Xander tells Tiff, don't play it. Don't play the Idol for Evie. I mean, yeah, ballsy. Ballsy. I mean, that is a flip of a coin. It is a flip. It really is. Like you, I think they know that you know they're splitting. You know where it's going, uh, two people, and you're saying I'm not going to save one of them. I'm and with me, you, trade. And meanwhile,
2: Emmy's out here like, a, play it. No, no, play it. Play oh, it. yeah. Yeah, play Please it. Please play it. it. Yeah. And is like, nope, you're good. Don't worry about it. And
1: I'm, I'm 100% convinced if Tiff wanted to, she could have played it right. for her. It's her decision, right. but she's saying, you know, it's yours. So, you know, we are a group, and you tell me what to do. I'll do whatever you want. Hey, don't do it. Don't do it. And, uh, yeah, Wow. Balls on
3: this guy. No wonder and, he's got a and deep And also, voice. he needs that idol, right? <laughs> Like,
1: he needs yeah. it. Yeah, I agree with Trey. He's a little bit like, no, we're not playing that. I don't care if she goes that much. Yeah, I'll survive.
2: I'll be right. here with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. He needs it. Yeah. He needs it. Uh,
1: well, wasn't he?
4: He was chatting up Nasir. Uh, was it this episode or last episode when they first got to the merge? And they were episode. kind of bonding over both having idols. Yeah. And so, I mean, Nasir seems to be on the bottom of the Luvu group now. I mean... Heather is just, you know, rising up the charts over there. Uh, Sydney thought she was in tight with Danny and Deshaun. Clearly, she was not uh, because Deshaun was ready to throw her out as soon as they figured out they needed a new plan. So, I don't know. I just, I mean, he was always saying Yasa strong, but as we saw, Liana flipped, and we know that Tiff has been trying to get Xander out from the get-go, as has Liana. So I don't think he's totally tied to the yellow Mm -hmm. anymore. And I think he's got his
3: idol now and he's ready to make some moves. Yeah, the key is... Will Nasir realize that he's on the bottom? Because yeah. I don't think that he knows that he's he's anywhere near the bottom. He
1: is and just having the time of his life. Omar, Did you see God. him that the, yeah, the tribal kill? Gal- he was like, "This is crazy awesome! I love
4: this." The yeah. only
3: one having more fun than Nasir is Heather. Let's be honest. I mean, <laughs> he, like, that that's like she's like an avatar in a video game. Like th- that's how I would love to play Survivor. You just literally just spectate like a front row courtside seat. <laughs> And you're just and eh, she made the merge so she's going to enjoy the 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 whole experience of being on the she jury. She made the jury.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. she's
3: going to yeah. she's going to have her in every
1: ep. I no. mean,
2: she is the the goat in the Survivor sense, the yeah. goat of all recent memory goats. Oh. E- everybody would love to she is there because everybody looks at her and says, I'd be her. Yeah. I got her. Oh, yeah. Don't worry about it.
4: I'm convinced she is the biggest lock for the final three right now. <laughs> I don't know
1: how she couldn't be. If you read uh or heard Sydney talk about her too after being voted out, like you might think, oh, sweet old Heather, like just this lovable woman. We don't know, we don't see anything on the show, so who knows? But Sydney's like She's like a bit of a bad, like a, a pain in the ass, and like always no talks about she herself her. and sort of never shuts up. It's like, what?
4: <laughs> My favorite uh, example that Sydney gave was like, I think she says, if you say the word toothpick, she'll say, my husband says, if you stab somebody <laughs> in the eye with a toothpick, you'll go blind. <laughs> I mean, that's probably true,
3: right? <laughs> I guess
4: so. She's uh, the, yeah, I guess weird so. stuff. She yeah. makes conversations. She, she hated, herself. though. She hated Heather, if you read her interviews. Yeah. Uh, but I did like... Uh, reading after Sydney got voted off, that her and Tiffany became pretty close. Yeah. It seems like, which is funny to me because Tiffany to me seems very similar to like what Sydney will likely be like when she gets a little bit older. Very outspoken, pretty funny, pretty chatty, and you know will make fun of somebody to their face or behind their backs. You don't care.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Sydney voted out five four three in the end because Deshaun played his extra vote. Um, he played both of his for evie she had the the four in the mix here he had three so it's sort of wasted in the end his extra vote it didn't really uh, do anything heather liana eric shan and nasir voted sydney danny ricard and Deshaun twice voted for evie and then Xander, tiff and evie of course voted for Deshaun.
3: jd would you want to see sydney come back oh hundred <laughs> percent i love sydney Sydney, i hated at first you know who she reminds me of a lot um is Nick Mariano? Remember that guy? Uh, oh yeah. yeah, He was uh, he was uh, David and Goliath, maybe or no. He was on the Beauty tribe, so brains, bronze, uh, bronze right. Beauty, uh, and uh, he was just like so full of himself. He was a yeah, personal smug. trainer guy, really sort of sexy dude walking around, and he really rubbed people, including me, the wrong way. But by the t- and he was also on a tribe that correct me if I'm wrong. They didn't go to tribal council hardly at all that first uh, the first couple of, the first few weeks of Survivor, so he never really had to deal with uh, tribal, and uh, I don't know it was just but I ended up loving Nick by the end of it, and it's the same thing with Sydney. I just right. I love how self-aware she is. She knows she's she's narcissistic and is spoiled, and uh, her her exit interview her uh, exit monologue was hilarious. Uh, just basically, like I know it's immature, but I hope I. I'm glad I didn't make the the merge, so I never have to see these people's faces anymore. It's like <laughs> such sour grapes, but I loved it coming from her. Yeah. So uh, I would love to see her come back. There's so many second chances. Uh, like if they do a second chances uh, season from this season alone, I mean, you could yeah. you could basically do the entire thing again with uh, all second chances because uh, the uh, the the cast is just amazing.
1: Yeah, Dalton Ross wrote, Sydney is a producer's dream. She is a walking, unfiltered soundbite. <laughs> Unfortunately, because Luvu kept winning challenges, we never really got a chance to see what Lindy, Sydney could do maybe as a game player. Yeah. Um, but as a character, yeah, uh, I'm on board to bring her back. I think she's just hilarious television. And she is like a, a female version of Tyson, young Tyson for yep. sure. Just this cocky... Just dry, uh, just sort of like every scene they're in. They're they're sort of funny, um, but yeah. Jason She, Trey, she called herself the
2: threat of threats in, uh, <laughs> in uh, W uh, debrief. She says, "Listen, I'm the threat of threats," so I'm not surprised that they. Yeah, it's like okay. I do love that. I I love that shit. It's like good player, maybe actually. Like I, I'll say this: I was actually very impressed with. Uh, t- with a lot of her debriefs, she was right. She had read the game basically correctly, and I think her instinct, as she says in the show, to uh, play her uh, to play the, the the scroll shows that she had kind of like read yeah. the tea leaves correctly. It didn't work mm-hmm. out for her, but she had she was aware of what was going on.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and in her interviews, her exit interviews, talking about like where she wanted to position herself in the game, she seemed pretty aware of what was going on. Uh, that said, fantastic TV. Like Chris, it reminds me of Chris Noble,
1: uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> another, like
2: just a loudmouth, very sure, very cocksure. Maybe <laughs> yeah. not a good player, maybe a good player, but great right. TV.
1: Yeah, uh, Trey, do you think we'll see her back? Do you think she'll ultimately be on another? Uh... Season of Survivor 41, or has she actually maybe gone too far with her distaste for <laughs> the, the twist and what she said about production? I mean, she has she does not hold back, but maybe that gets her in trouble no. getting an invite. Yeah. I
4: would say the thing that would maybe hold her back is that she's basically saying the reason she got voted out at Tribal Council is because she was tired and bored with it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Literally the first yeah. time
4: she went to Tribal Council, she's like, I just wanted to go home and sleep. Yeah. But yeah. I love this line from her exit interview at uh, Entertainment Weekly. I actually got a phenomenal edit, which is shocking because I had phenomenal things to say. So <laughs> it really did capture everything I thought it would capture.
3: It's
4: so, funny. yeah, bring her back because yeah. basically every time she was on, had a great line or yeah. a funny interaction with somebody. But like, uh, like she said and like you mentioned, J.D., Louvu just kept winning and winning and winning, so we didn't spend a whole bunch of time with the blue tribe. So yeah, I mean, bring her back, bring back Beef Walton, bring back
3: JD. Yeah. I think those three are like locks totally. to come
4: back at some point. Uh so yeah, this has been a good cast, a fun cast for sure. Do you sure. think Is that it...
3: we'll see one of them next season? Like, do it well so they'll keep somebody for a back to back like Malcolm or uh no, no, I don't think they're 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 good, but they're not like Okay. Iconic
1: players here. We're talking about people that are also voted out before the merge, right. yeah, before true. jury. She's not even on the jury, which was like a little true, bit of a, a surprise to some people. Like, oh, okay, I guess she's not going to be there. <laughs> but she's happy about it. She's like, get the <laughs> hell out of here. I can go see <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> see these people ever again. Yeah. Um, any other uh, notes there on 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 the, on the on tribal council from last night? Because uh, we got to take one more break and we'll get to tree mail. But any other notes on any moves that were being made there by any of these? Uh, contestants Jason JD or Trey no everybody's shaking their head Jason you got anything no okay well let's take our final break when we come back got a great question in Tremel I want to know from you guys who was the MVP of this episode this very convoluted episode so you can think about that during the break and then we'll look ahead to next week's episode so don't go anywhere
0: this episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra the official beer sponsor of the NBA want to get closer to the game than ever before
1: All right, back with no buffs here. Into Tree Mail, the stream team, the live tribe, saying they've always wanted a complete season redux. Wouldn't mind it with this cast. Just bring back the entire
2: cast.
1: Wow! Wow! That watch would be it. really trippy. I would watch the hell out of that. Yeah, it, that's huh. how
2: I feel about David's uh, versus Goliath. That mm, entire cast. Yeah. Ca- this. This cast is like that. I wish it would have been more balanced early on in this season to get more mm-hmm. of everybody, but it's been it's been really entertaining thus far.
1: Okay, D-Rod wrote in by way of Twitter, with the hyper-focus on advantages and twists this year, what is your guy's favorite advantage or twist in the history of the show, not including immunity idols? So he's throwing that in there. Thanks to D-Rod for sending that in. Uh, JD, anything come to top of mind?
3: Uh, well... <laughs> I didn't love this twist, um, but I think there is something there, and that's the fire tokens. I feel like uh, oh. there is. I think there's something there. There's. There's. Uh, I. I liked the idea of having a survivor currency that we, that you could use to barter and to gain advantages and to just basically have more clout in the game. Or if you don't have any, you have less clout in the game. Uh, just. I, I wish that they, they, they had given it a little more time and just to flesh out all the the bad things about it, which were, you know, they were confusing as hell and nobody yeah. knew really what they were worth or what you could do with them until very, very late. And it also changed as we got, as the game went. Uh, and they were also incredibly hard to get. But that said... Uh, <laughs> so everything about them was horrible but in theory yes but it where... the theory of of a currency that yeah. uh that is not a specific advantage or or an immunity idol uh i just i like the idea um but i don't think we'll ever see it again mm, okay trey what about you a favorite advantage or twist
1: that you uh that you've liked from the 40 seasons prior I too like the fire
4: tokens, but I think for me, my favorite thing was saying bequeath the tokens. (laughs) (laughs) The bequeathing at the end was my favorite part. And I liked that a player had a way to influence the game, even though they were already voted off. So if they can find something else to bequeath, that would be nice. I would say the other twist I really like is that final tribal council more is a conversation now. I think they call it an open forum before it used to be, we've got seven people sitting up here. They're going to come ask you a question that might be complete right. nonsense or it might actually have something to do with the game here. They'll ask their question. You answer it. We just take turns. It's much better now, the way they go back and forth with the jury and everybody has a chance to answer when they have a point to make. I just think that changing it to make it a little bit more or to make it less your turn, my turn, I think was a smart move.
1: Yeah, I think uh, that mo- most people love that new format. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, you'd get so many from the old format of just like, These people are just bitter, too, and they just want to, like, have their last moment to shine on television. So they don't even, like, even get to a question half the time and just say how great themselves are. And you're like, come on. Like, you should be trying to collectively figure out who's, in your mind deserving of the win um so i'm with you i was remember i remember being very skeptical of whether it was going to work because i do think it's like you get into a group think a little bit and you have leaders that emerge and like pitch their cases for some people up there but it actually sort of is cool um so i'm with you on that one what do you have uh anything jason that you like Um,
2: i'm gonna i agree with the fire tokens i think that there's a lot of potential there for me i would have to go this is more of a player twist but uh, Chris Underwood saying, I will make fire against Rick Devins in Edge mm. of Extinction. I thought yeah. that was, it was one of those things where when it happened, you just went, yes, this is an incredible move. And if anyone does not do this in the future, they're a fool because, mm. you know, let's let's do it right now. Get the biggest threat out of the game and prove to everyone that you deserve to come back and actually win. Right. Uh it was a game-changing move and it just felt like an earthquake when it happened. Um so I'm going to go with that one. Making coming back from somewhere and saying I'm making yeah. fire against the number 1 uh, leader in the clubhouse right now and let's do this right here right now.
4: Okay. And I think that's like such a important moment in Survivor history and specifically for that season cuz that's the only way Chris Underwood yes. could have won that, uh, right? Yeah. Like if he comes back and somehow goes to the final tribal and still wins like People roll their eyes at him being the winner already, but at least he did that massive move right there at the end, taking down the number one threat in a super thrilling way to the point where you're like,
1: that's a way to win the game now. I thought that was super sweet. Um, MVP of this episode. We went through it all, scene by scene, tried to make sense of it, talked our way through it. Who, if you had to uh, you know, put the... uh, Put the gold medal around their neck or hand them the immunity title or a trophy or something. Who would get it for this episode? Jason, let's start with you on this one. Who do you think played the best game in episode seven?
2: I'm going to say, I mean, it's got to be Xander, right? I mean, it's a historic move. It will be, you know, when you when you go on a YouTube and look up, like, greatest survivor moments compilation, it will be on there, Uh and, you know, ice water in the veins to then carry it out and then uh, keep his his immunity idol safe. I, I got to go with him.
1: Okay. I think it will be on those compilations as long as, one, Tiffany gives it back, and two, he doesn't go <laughs> home next week. But I'm with you up until this point. Uh, JD, what about you? MVP of Episode 7.
3: I mean, I agree 100% with Xander, but uh, since Jason already said Xander, uh, very close second is Deshaun. Uh, just... Mm-hmm. His, the agility of his play is just amazing to me as I said he's a super charismatic guy and it was kind of illustrated way back when we were talking about how pissed off Danny was about how unfair it all was and he was just like hey we gotta roll with it and that's totally his vibe and he just is very very adaptable and I he's a massive threat and the way he played uh, you know throwing Evie under the bus, while still giving Xander props for the awesome move that he made it was just incredible. Uh, just, just a great survivor player. And uh, yeah, I mean, it just just shout out to him. Okay. Trey, Xander, Deshaun, anyone else you wanted to give some love to?
4: I'll throw a little love to Tiffany. I thought she played it pretty smart there at the end with, uh, you know, she was given responsibility by Xander. She said, I'll do what you want. <laughs> Your call. This is not your idol, but it is somehow, I don't know, but it's a good way to build trust. And I gotta say, Jason, you sent me this earlier today. I mean, the real MVP of the episode. (laughs) It was Heather, pulling all the strings from behind. (laughs) Sid using the shot in the dark, Liana and Shan plotting, Xander using a fake idol, Jeff introducing these advantages. No, 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 no. It was Heather all along. Pulling the strings.
1: See yeah. in the final three, Heather. Wow. Wow. Will she get a vote? That's all I want to know. Does she get one vote at the end of this game? Because <laughs> she's going to be no. sitting there. I don't think so either. <laughs> she's going to be a zero vote person. <laughs> Especially, again, if, if Cindy's to be believed everybody actually dislikes her. <laughs> she's not this sweet old woman that I thought maybe she was. But we'll find out. So let's look ahead to next week's Survivor. Pandemonium looks like it's going to continue here. Shannon Nasir. They shake on getting rid of Evie. Liana says Tiff, right? Danny says Nasir. A small group says Xander. Shan throws out Heather. Heather. Who the hell's Heather? I wish somebody said.
2: Uh, and then what if people didn't know who that, Who's Heather? And on the island, who's
1: that? Oh my god, that'd be amazing. Uh, and then Tiff asks everyone whether they think it's her. She seems pretty paranoid that maybe she could be a. Uh, Headed home, like her and Xander have this quick scene where he, she's like, "I think it's me," and he's like, "I think it's me." So they, it it does appear, JD, that though they survived, though they had this iconic move, they they flushed the knowledge's power. They kept their idol. They kept their strong three. They lose Sydney, who they wanted to bring in, but she's gone. It appears they could be still in a in a hell of a lot of trouble here. We are at the stage of individual immunity, and two of them, at the very least. Could be uh could be vulnerable. It could just like you know this team this team of eight could just be like okay we're just gonna basically pick you off until we're down to the final eight. Like do they have any chance to get their hooks into a Nasir? Yeah. Into uh, a bottom dweller like an Erica or Heather? Maybe even a Ricard?
3: Could they? Is that possible at all? I think it totally is. Uh, I think that uh, you mentioned Ricard, Ricard and Shan. We know that they've had their problems. We know that uh, Shen and uh, Leanna. I'm assuming there's going to be fallout from what happened at Tribal and Leanna's uh, game. So? I think so. Yeah, I do. And I don't think that the uh, the Alliance of Four, our African American uh, alliance, I don't think it's as strong as uh, as we think it is because of that. And also at the beginning of this episode, uh, Deshawn said. I'm tightest with Sydney and Danny. Sydney is not part of that alliance. So uh, I feel like Deshaun could go either way. Uh, I think that it could fall apart. Um, so, yeah, I think there's a lot of free agents still out there or potential free agents. And I trust their gameplay. I think Evie is very, very smart. I think they're all very, mm-hmm. very smart. So I think that uh, they're all great players. And uh, they still have an immunity idol. And if they get Nasir over to them. <laughs> there's a lot they can do and don't forget individual immunity which uh xander is very good at and evie came very very close to winning the last one i think that mm-hmm. they're all threats and it's anybody's game except heather's at this point
1: okay um, so what's more likely jason that it is a pretty easy vote with this uh strong eight sort of sticking together taking off whoever they want it turns into a shell game again possibly of like well, who's Xander putting the idol on? Tiff, Evie, himself, and they got to figure that out? Or is there more likely that we see them bring people in and maybe even up the numbers limit? What do you think is more likely?
2: In recent years, post-merge, like a four-person alliance is like a no-person alliance. Anything, like a large alliance is a not an alliance. It's two people who secretly are working together the whole time, and that's as as big as it can get. Usually what we've seen, and I think what we're going to see going forward, is the voting blocks kind of structure, where it's like situational, this makes sense for me right now, and that's what I'm going to do. And I think that's kind of what is suggested by the uh, scenes from the upcoming episode. I think we're going to see a lot of chaos, because at this point, everybody has, in some form or fashion, kind of felt, what it's been like to be under threat they've they've at least imagined their survivor mortality now and they've also, mm-hmm. you would imagine have thought about what would it take for me to win this game? What does my resume have to look like? Who do I have to sit next to? Is it these people I'm in an alliance with? What kind of moves do I have? so people are gonna are invariably thinking about that now and I think we're going to see a lot of turmoil because of it. I think we're going to see a lot of chaos, a lot of upheaval, a lot of people making decisions in the moment about what makes the most sense for them. Right. Because when we come back, Trey, what,
1: day 15 for these people out there? Um, 15 or 16. So you're down to like 9 or 10 days here, 10 or 11 days, let's say. Uh, You're starting, like Jason's saying, like, oh, crap. We're, We're... you know, we've, we've hit the jury. We're there now. I think, I think that's been confirmed, right? Like starting now, starting now. Yes. Yeah.
3: They got Um, their buffs. They're on the jury.
1: That's right. So, you know, it's, it's in the distance still, but there is a finish line or there is a, the light at the end of the tunnel. So now people start to play a little differently. Maybe, do you think we see some, some uh, continued fireworks next week? Hell, maybe even another live tribal for all we know with uh, trying to figure out what's going on. Oh, Live tribals are like Pringles. Once you pop, you can't stop. They
4: just keep happening and happening. Uh, but I think Jason hit on something. It feels like a voting blocks game because now that we've finally seen LuVu vote, you can tell that they're not actually that strong together. Danny and Deshawn, they're a tight two. Ricard and Shan, they have been a tight two. Let's see if they're still interested in working together. To me, Evie and Tiffany seem like they are a tight two as well. Other than that, everybody else kind of feels like they could be up for grabs a little. Like, maybe Xander thinks he's close with Tiffany and Evie, but like Evie said, I don't know if I would have used my advantage for him. She wouldn't have. So, uh, so yeah. I mean, if there's only twos that are really set up here, that means there's a lot of other things at play. There are other advantages. We finally saw an advantage get used. Does that mean there's now another one for somebody to be finding? That could throw some things into the mix as well. So feels like a confusing (laughs) big-time episode coming up here. I
1: didn't even think of that. An idol's probably going to be put back in play. Yeah, they could be scrambling around the island for all we know. I really got to find out who's closest to Erica and who's closest to Heather. Like, who do they consider their tightest partner because we have no idea Nasir I think we have an idea that it's that he feels like it's Danny or Deshaun, or both sure. of them I think he thinks that and and maybe that is the case but Erica no clue and really of course Heather no idea and uh, you know they could be big big votes here as we get down into 11 people now and i know there are extra votes so it convolutes things but heather
4: uh, is one big move away from winning this game wow <laughs> one big move
1: wow <laughs> i can't wait uh Speaking, before we go that's the move she
3: speaks. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, playing a challenge
1: <laughs> um before we go game within the game guys the toughest oh, yeah. oh, yeah. rebus yet I actually am not proud to say this. I had to click on the little video for a clue. I couldn't get the right answer. It took me a little while. Uh, can you guys knock it out of the park right away?
4: Okay, let's see here. That's a. What is that? <laughs> is that a. Is that a Barbie? Is it a bride. It's a bride. Bride. Yep. Okay. Yep. Eyed. Is that a ball? Idol. Idol in my pocket.
1: There you go. You got it quick. I kept putting in pocket. I kept putting in pocket idle because I was seeing the pocket before the idle and it Uh, kept coming up wrong. uh, And I'm like, I don't know what this is. It's, yeah. And then Probes literally in the video says, it's three words, it's five syllables. (laughs) This is a tough one. Like he's talking to the kids and me. Uh, Yep. (laughs) Idle in pocket. The new word it unlocked, just so you want to know, it's C. We got two C's huh. now. We got C, S-E-E, and we got S-E-A. The game <laughs> wow. within the game is in the game. People don't ever forget that. Um, <laughs> the question, though, that Propes asks at the end, guys, was, and he always does this when he's pitching ahead to the next episode, would you ever give up your individual shot at immunity to benefit the tribe? Mm. So, you got to be led to believe that we're getting, a uh, obviously, a, a challenge, an immunity <laughs> challenge. And Probst is probably going to do the thing where, like, if you don't want to go in this, if you want to give up your chance at winning, you could win, let's say, food for the tribe. You could win, uh, you know, fishing gear or whatever, like spices, coffee, who knows, sure. for the tribe. How many people end up doing it. So, okay. I think that's where we're probably going to get. Uh, it's all situational, I know, but Jason, what are you doing? Would you do it? Would you ever... <laughs> Once we've now hit the merge and it's all an individual game, would you ever give up your shot to play in it?
2: Uh, probably no. But yeah. it depend. Again, it depends on what the situation is with my alliance. But it post merge, I'm no, never. Okay.
1: okay. No. Even if it even if it means uh, moving a bunch of blocks with your feet. I mean,
2: yeah. Sorry. Okay. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: Just want to know. So that's something to look forward to for next week. Uh, we'll- I'm just
4: imagining a game with within the game clip where Jeff says, all right, this is the question for next week. Put on your strategy hats. Would you show your feet for a million dollars? Would
1: you let me lick your
4: Would feet you- for a
2: million
4: dollars? They're your feet. They're going to be on national television, but you could win a million dollars.
1: Think it through.
4: Yeah. Tune in next
1: week. Oh. Yeah, I hope you ask me that next week. I will die <laughs> laughing. All right, guys. We'll call it there. A very long episode of No Bus. We told you it was going to be long because there was a lot to talk about. Jason, great to have you back in the mix. Everybody go check out X-Ray Vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, loving that new uh, podcast with so Crooked Media there. Uh, talking about movies, of course, and comic books and all that. So go check that out if you haven't already. I'm sure you do. Anything else, guys? Um, oh, are your Knicks backs back? <laughs> back? Are your, your
2: Bulls back? Or... Bing, bong! <laughs> <laughs> the Knicks... A little bit of a wobble in the return to coming (laughs) back, but I'm still happy with where we are right now.
1: Okay.
4: The Bulls are back.
2: I'll say that. The Bulls are back, uh,
4: but this is the great thing is that the Knicks beat the Bulls and the Bulls beat the Raptors, so we can just keep going. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. <laughs> They'll play again. I think the next Knicks-Bulls game is in a month, so we'll be talking about it for a while. All well, right, I don't know. Okay. I haven't checked the Raps. When game, they Bulls play it. again,
1: the losing team, the guy who backs that team, has to show their feet here on No Buffs. Right? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks to the Live Tribe for joining us live. Make sure you subscribe to No Buffs on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Leave us a rating and review. Help us out. Go with those rankings. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Until then, the tribe is spoken.